Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hey there, and welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you once again. You can catch the pod most anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify, the WDBO app, and WDBO.com. You can also find me on the radio each and every day on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 as I host for Joe Kelly during Orlando's Morning News 5 to 9 a.m. every weekday on WDBO in Orlando. Outside of Orlando, you can catch me on the WDBO app. All right, we've had a lot of fun over the last few weeks here on the Inez Says Podcast, chatting with Fox News host and WDBO's Brian Kilmeade. You can hear him every weekday, 9 to noon on WDBO. Well, Wednesday on Orlando's Morning News, I got a chance to catch up with Brian. We talked about a wide range of topics, including the ransomware attack on our colonial pipeline. And Liz Cheney, here's that conversation now. You look at these attacks on our voting systems, on a, on a water treatment facility over there on the west coast of Florida. Now this one. My question to you is, like, how many more of these cyber attacks are we going to take before we strike back at these people? I know. It's unbelievable that we just continue to take it. Number two, it's got to be an immediate marrying of, of the private businesses that have national security implications. Like, for example, this has outdated Microsoft uh, software uh, protecting itself against some type of hack. Outdated software. Meanwhile, it's got uh, thousands of gallons in 17 states that it supplies all types of energy to, and you can't even update your Microsoft uh, your cyber protection. I mean, that's unbelievable. And, and there doesn't seem to be the urgency. I know the White House wants everyone to stay calm, but at least acknowledge the outrage in this. And now the group that did this, the dark side, say, yeah, this is an affiliate group. We're kind of distancing ourselves from it. How do we know that? There's actually a press tab on their website uh, right now. And they're letting people know, yeah, this isn't really directly. These are people that just like us. <laughs> so this is, they're trying to say Eastern European instead of Russian. Yeah. Nice try. Yeah. We know exactly what's happening. Now think about this. Uh, Hamas, fueled by Iran, is all of a sudden sending hundreds of rockets into Israel. We have Iran with those fast boats, first time since the Obama era and the very beginning of Trump era, now harassing our ships in the Persian Gulf. And we know the Russians, with this uh, renegade group inside their borders, is trying to take down our energy on the East Coast. When are we going to realize we're getting punched in the mouth? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. Look, we, we need to do a much better job in protecting our infrastructure with updated systems. But perhaps, Brian, the CIA should be more concerned about cyber attackers. Maybe maybe they should be thinking more about eliminating these threats rather than making videos about how diverse they are. I don't know. That's just me. The diversity videos are an embarrassment. I wrote two people, one active, one uh, isn't. And say among the agency, uh, they are embarrassed by it internationally. They're being laughed at. And it is because you have a State Department official, this guy William Burns, running the CIA. As a press agent, you have a woman who who comes from 
just a press background. Does not understand the history of the CIA and what they're supposed to do. I saw that a Biden administration official, I, I forget who it was, but she was saying how important pipelines are to the country. As she said that, I'm, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Aren't you the folks who killed the Keystone Pipeline? I mean, we, we can go green all we want and we, we can protect our systems all we want, but don't you have to do this in sort of a phased approach instead of scorched earth approach like we're doing here? Oh, you mean like stopping the wall while 177,000 people pour through? Do mm-hmm. uh, you mean uh, trying to guard against the 100 million gallons of fuel each day that feed 17 states, including 45% of all fuel on the East Coast? You mean the 5,500 miles of pipeline from New Jersey to Texas uh, that we see? Gas prices are now up uh, in some places as much as $0.10, cents, which adds up a lot. Uh, uh, over a week, it's $0.02. Cents. That adds up as you continue to fan that out. People are taking the gas tax, uh, of the, which usually feeds the roads. Over in Georgia, they're taking out that out of the price. This is uh, Pipelines are extremely valuable. We're the behemoth of oil, gas, and natural gas, and we're looking to give up that mantle. And now we see in the Middle East in turmoil, do we really want to go back to that subscription? Hey, let's try to make friends with our Arab neighbors and just make sure the oil flows through. That, that's called 1970s Jimmy Carter, OPEC strangling us and holding us hostage. Yeah, I remember those gas lines as a kid. We in Orlando, Brian, have not been hit hard just yet anyway. I saw 291 coming in, 289. Prices are high, but... Certainly not as high as other states, and I saw where Gas Buddy is predicting the national average could hit about three bucks a gallon here within the next week. So that's the highest level in seven years. I want to move on and, and talk about Liz Cheney. She kind of went scorched earth last night on the floor of the House ahead of her likely ouster as the number three Republican today. Defiant speech. Um, her her message has not changed. I mean, she's talking about emboldening a liar and President Trump. What are your thoughts about? Liz Cheney's comments from last night on a relatively empty House floor. Uh, it's personal. I mean, Liz Cheney's smart, conservative, experienced, um, and tough. But do you see what's going on in the world right now? Mm. That's your alternative. It's not, you know, you're not dealing with Abraham Lincoln against Donald Trump. You're, okay, you had a guy who you voted with 93% of the time, who was uh, tough on defense, strong on defense, uh, picked out the right enemy in China, uh, was willing to fortify NATO. You saw the Abraham Accords in the Middle East. You saw the fact that he cut taxes domestically. He did almost everything domestically. It changed the way we view trade, I think, for the better. Thought America first when it comes to trade, that all free trade isn't great, especially for the middle class, working class. And met, yeah, many of the unions. So you look at everything that he tried to do and forget about the crazy tweets and you say, yeah, I hope he doesn't get the nomination. But man, Look at what we're experiencing right now. Yeah. I mean, we got basically Democratic leaders siding with the Palestinians who hit 800 rockets into Israel yesterday. I mean, there was just no doubt where our allies uh, stood with us. You know, and, and that's what I think Liz Cheney has lost sight of. It's personal. January 6th was terrible. If he doesn't make the speech, it doesn't happen. But his speech wasn't made to and for, the, for it to happen. But having said all that, way in in 2024. I mean, don't weigh in now. Mitch McConnell feels the same way. But what he said is, listen, it's going to hurt my party to bring this up. Uh, Everything I just said applies. Uh, He personally doesn't like the president, possibly. But how does it help the party? He keeps his mouth shut because it doesn't help the party for him to walk around going, yeah, I don't like Donald Trump. 
because Donald Trump has got 45 percent. They got 95 percent of the Republican Party. He is between 40 and 45 percent of the electorate. Let's see how that can help rather than what is the overall goal. If you've got an eccentric guy in your locker room who hits home runs and is, delivers in the clutch, try to put up with his eccentric behavior in the locker room because what's the goal? To win a championship. That's always been my focus. What is the big picture? Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's the, the shows we work on. Do you have a brilliant producer that tends to be a little hot-headed? Okay, I'm going to deal with that. You know why? Because I want to win. And that's, that's my choice. I think Liz Cheney's thinking 2028, and that's fine. I think it's a bad choice. Lelise Stefanik is expected to replace Cheney as the number three there. So like you said, I mean, it, it certainly appears that President Trump is still casting a huge shadow on the Republican Party. But what about Stefanik? This, this is this is sort of a meteoric rise for her, isn't it, Brian? It is. And she earned it. I mean, you watched her with the Ukrainian impeachment. She wasn't reading notes. The woman knows the law, Ivy League educated, a moderate in a moderate district. You have to understand it. People in Orlando know this. You don't walk around and, and, and seeing uh, everyone who's dug in as a conservative. Some are fiscal conservatives. Uh, uh, some are personally, you know, for free trade. Uh, and again, you know, and for um, uh, maybe feel differently on uh, uh, trans playing in sports. People don't walk around with orthodoxy. So she sits there and says, you know, in New York, I, I can't understand. We're not going to be able to write off our state tax. I represent New Yorkers. I don't want to go for the president's reform. I don't know why she didn't go for the wall. To me, the wall makes total sense. But you're allowed to have an opinion and still uh, impress the president with his her defense and, and vote with him 78% of the time. People are going, wow, she's not as conservative as Liz Cheney. Yeah, but she worked with the president. And uh, Donald Trump endorsed her. And Kevin McCarthy uh, is with the president because the president gives them the best chance of success. So to me, I like the fact that she doesn't vote, uh, vote with the previous administration every step of the way. So she's got a mind of her own, and I think that's what you need. You, you, don't, need, you don't need somebody who's a sheep. You need somebody that's, that's got a, a great vision, is extremely tough, and I don't think you replace a, a, a woman with a guy, uh, especially in this climate. Yeah. So I think she's, a, she's the logical choice, even though Chip Roy came out of Texas and said, I'm not a fan. And again, thanks to Brian Kilmeade for the chat here on the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. Appreciate you being here. You can find me on the radio each and every day on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Have a great day. I'll see you next time.